Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Long Short Walk by Carlton Clayton Christmas, 1965, the first Christmas I remember. I woke early and dashed to the front bedroom that was the living room where we kept the tree. It was one of those silver tinsel trees about four feet tall. I was in charge of decorations. I put the tree on a table and positioned it so it could be seen from each of the three windows in the room and I decorated it with dark blue baubles and dark blue lights like I'd seen on a department store display downtown. The blue lights were still glowing because following tradition we left on the outside light so Santa could see how to get to the house. The tree remained lit so he could see where to leave the presents. I got a toy rifle, one like those I'd seen on Gunsmoke and Bonanza. I hurriedly removed it from the box, tearing through the cardboard and pulling on the plastic straps that held it in place. Daddy came into the room and sat in the chair near the tree. We were the only two up. Everyone already knew what they'd gotten and might have even used the toys, then put them back under the tree, so the excitement for them was gone. I knew, too, because I selected the rifle from the J.C. Penney Christmas catalog, and I was with my mother when she picked it up from the store. But I was still excited. I finally pulled the rifle free from its packaging and started inspecting it, the stock, trigger, barrel. I pressed the trigger to hear it click. No action. After tinkering further with the rifle, I handed it to Daddy. It isn't working, I said. Daddy gave it a once-over and discovered it needed batteries. We didn't have batteries. Santa must have dropped them somewhere up the street, he said. I'll go out and find them soon after I get the fire going good. He left to tend the fire in the cast-iron stove in the main room. When he returned, he had on his coat and hat. I'm going to find those batteries now, he said, and I bet I know exactly where Santa dropped them. Daddy patted his shirt and pants pockets, out of habit mostly. We didn't have keys to the house. He told me to go stand by the fire some. Warm yourself up a bit, son. It's cold in this room, he said, and tell your mother where I am when she gets up. He stepped out onto the front porch and was gone. I heard him whistling a merry melody, and I listened until it faded into a memory. We did not own a car, and Daddy and Mama never learned to drive, so over the decades I imagined him walking several miles to town, crossing the drawbridge over the river, and going from store to store looking for batteries. 
The only stores open would have been gas stations and convenience stores, and they were not close to one another. It was over three hours before Daddy returned with the batteries. He burst through the door, holding them high like a prize he had just won. Found them, he said. They were lying in the middle of Foreman Street, exactly where I thought Santa dropped them. My hero. Decades later, I needed to get some facts straight for a memoir I was writing, so I called my sister, Dot, who is nearly 14 years older. She was the most reliable source for the information I needed. The best way to get what I needed out of her was to let her talk without interruption or interjections, no matter how far she strayed from the topic. Our father wasn't the subject, but she eventually landed on him. He dropped by Mama Lee's place almost every day on his way home from work to have a drink, Dot said. That juke joint was on Foreman Street. It was one of five in the neighborhood, and at ten years old I was familiar with the interior of all of them. Hers was my favorite because it was the only one with an assortment of potato chips, cookies, candy, and sodas. A lot went on up there at that place, honey, my sister continued. I tell you, there was more than just liquor served there. I listened intently as my sister spewed the saucy details, many of which included our father. Then I remembered the Christmas morning it took him over three hours to make the round trip to Foreman Street to get the batteries Santa dropped. Although with his stride, the round trip should have been only a five-minute walk, six minutes tops. Before we closed, Dot said, Don't you write this in your book. I don't want those people to come looking for me. We both laughed. Copyright 2022 Carlton Clayton Carlton Clayton lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, where he is a volunteer for the North Carolina Writers Network Prison Outreach Program and a member of the Charlotte Writers Club. Although he is working on a full-length memoir, he enjoys most the short form. Carlton also has work in Pembroke Magazine, Iron Horse Literary Review, and the New York Quarterly. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.